doors creak in doorless chambers. Where strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls. This is the Theme Park Loopy Podcast. Hi then everyone, welcome to this special Alton Towers Top 3 episode. We're going to be going around and talking about our top three attractions that we can find at the resort. So simply going around a round robin uh, between Brett, Ryan and myself and just naming our, our favourite rides. So then, let's talk about our top three favourite theme park rides at the one and only Alton Towers Resort, the UK's biggest and arguably best theme park. So uh we're going to start at number three then who wants to start should we should we sort of how, how are we going to do this this is all quite free flow as you see should we go should we start with um brett and then go to ryan or should we start ryan go to brett how do you how do you guys want to do this do you want to batten it out yeah, with the let's go let's go to brett he's the he's the alton towers geek let's start with him smashing smashing okay brett so let's start with you then what's your third favorite attraction of all time at alton towers when you say all time do you mean what's currently there or or are we talking just the big coasters here? If what's so... Cur- Let's do I, what's currently there. Okay, right. Uh, so, third on my list. I've just had to sketch this down right now because, honestly, I don't really know the real answers to this. Uh, I love all of the rides, so it's it's really tough. Um, third on my list, I have 13. Uh, now, the reason for this, uh, I think, is because... It was actually the first secret weapon that I managed to follow, you know, as an enthusiast, and you get to mm. see the trap coming on site, and and then they had the drop section come down with the big secret weapon thing over the side of it. So I think because I saw it all the way through, I have a massive soft spot for 13. Um, and the theme is brilliant. So, yeah, I, I think 13 is my, my, in my top three. Very good. Very good. And and how do you feel when enthusiasts of that side, when enthusiasts um sometimes talk about 13 being a bit of a uh, like a disappointment and such? Um, how do you then take to those comments of when people say that it's um a bit lackluster? I get it and I agree. It it actually is that it's uh I think the the big issue, we all know the big issue with 13 was how overhyped it was. The marketing was that it was going to be the most terrifying psychological experience of your life. And there was going to be an ambulance on site ready and you'd have to sign a waiver to go on it. Uh, All these stupid things that were just huge marketing ploys at the time. Um, For it then to be an Intamin family coaster, um, with a with a with a really good drop section, I, like I think it's really good, and the backwards section is really clever. Um, so, yeah, I do I do get those comments, but I think when you kind of see it for just what it is, you take out all that hype. It's just a good solid coaster. Yeah, it was definitely overhyped, wasn't it? I think they all, I think John Wardley also called it the ultimate roller coaster, which is you know, stretching it a little bit. <laughs> so um, it was definitely overhyped too much. 
It was. So let's go then um, over to Mr. Ryan. Ryan, what is your third most favourite attraction at Alton Towers Resort? I would say my third favourite would be Oblivion uh, because it normally the queues are not that long, uh, so you can actually get on it pretty swiftly. And even though it's not very long, the, I always found I always find the drop still pretty intense. So I think it's something you need to ride at least once or twice while you're there. Yeah, absolutely. And and how do you take to those people or those comments that um, perhaps you know say that it's 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 a waste of time to go on because, as you say, it is only a five second drop, but there are other coasters out there that across the resort and obviously other drop towers um not drop towers drop coasters that we've seen sorry um vertical drop coasters that are much more intense or dive machines um you know how do you take to those kind of comments what's your opinion on on you know is it worth the ride time yeah it was the first of its kind um mm. so obviously it can't be as good as as the other ones um however um it's still really intense and actually I find the drop on Oblivion more intense than the drop on Shikra, which is bigger, mm. taller, but it's not actually as intense. Mm. Um, I'd say a lot of coasters are very similar. Um, there's a lot of really, really big rides where really it's all about the first drop, but then you're on the ride for another two minutes. So at least with Oblivion, you get the good bit out of the way and then you're back in the station. So, you know, cashback. Absolutely. Got to love that cashback. Fantastic. I- I do agree with Oblivion being up there. Um, a lot of people have now started saying, I've actually heard people suggesting that it might just, they should just remove it, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, I've not been on any of the B&M dive machines, but I 100% can see why the drop on Oblivion would be more intense than some of the other ones. Just yeah. th- there's something about these old B&Ms, uh, the likes of Nemesis and, and, and Oblivion. They they feel like machines uh, that you. I just don't feel you get that with the newer ones. So uh, yeah, there is definitely something really nice and industrial and raw about Oblivion that that you might not get on the the, the newer dive machines. Yeah, fantastic. I so when it comes to my third favorite attraction um, at the resource at the moment. I would probably have to say I agree with Ryan. Um, Oblivion is definitely number three with me. I, I adore it. Um, it was actually, you know, I was just thinking then in my head, I was like, because I was thinking in my head if we were focusing on all the attractions as a whole or if we were just focusing on the coasters. So are we, are we just focusing on the coasters there or are we talking all attractions I think if we just do coasters, we can leave other rides. We can do maybe a dark ride section another day. Okay, okay. So then, yeah. with that then, uh, I actually, I'm actually going to retract my comment and actually, <laughs> and actually agree massively with Brett. Um, 13 is my number third favourite. Uh, and I love it because I think it offers the most v- variety in terms of a coaster experience um, at the resort. You know, you've got a backwards track section, which again is quite rare in the UK. We don't have many coasters that offer um, different directional motions, right? Um you see them in other parks around the world, but but actually 13 is, is a great example of that. It also get, always gives me Expedition Everest vibes on the backwards section of that, so I love it for that reason. Um, the theming, again, 
I adore. I think in terms of a heavenly themed coaster, it, it smashes that and it always creates an atmosphere. No matter when you're in that queue line, day or night, it's atmospherical. Um, so for all of those reasons, which perhaps, yes, the coaster experience isn't as thrilling as we were all wanting it to be, but for diversity, it wins it every time. So third place, I agree with Brett. So then, shall we move on to number two? So what is our second favourite coaster at Towers then? You're going to have to come back to me on this one. I, I'm struggling here. <laughs> uh, this, Ryan, this is a tough decision. <laughs> so Ryan, you're, you're that side. Ryan. Number two, obviously, mm. has to be you got to feed the flames. Of course, I'm talking about Octonauts, the uh, intense... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about Wicker Man. Uh, I oh, I forgot about Wicker Man. I'll put Wicker Man somewhere. <laughs> oh, <forget>. no. <laughs> yeah, I my, my number third. two is, is Wicker Man. Uh, so my number two is Wicker Man. Um, I think it's it's a really fun ride. I don't think it's as... It's it's not as long or as intense as other wooden rides, obviously, but it's a really fun ride, really well themed, really atmospheric, and it's definitely up there. So definitely number two for me. Very good. And and do you think obviously it was built for speed? We all know that. It wasn't it wasn't gonna be this crazy airtime machine. Um so how do you respond when people compare it to the likes of megaphobia and the other kind of famous woodies that we've got around the country i mean perhaps it would be hard to compare it to the ones at blackpool but i mean for example let's say we are putting it in the ring with the famous woodies of of, of the nation how do you think it compares um on that front of things and where do you think it sits does it have its own place or do you think it competes in the ring of of uh of heavy hitters with the woodies yeah, I think for the UK, I, I think it's one of the best. Um, I still, as to, as far as Woody's go, I like a bit more of a traditional feel to them. Uh, so I'll probably rate some of the Blackpool Woody's a little bit higher, maybe one or two of them. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think it's probably one of, definitely the best themed Woody in the UK. In terms of excitement, definitely up there. Um, in terms of overall experience i'd say it's number one in the uk but as a ride i would say there's a couple that i, put, I would probably rate a little bit higher in the uk mm. personally but that's because i like more traditional wooden roller coasters personally so fantastic and brett uh how are we doing have you have you what have you kind of got 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 your heads head head wrapped around it so i i've just i kind of forgot about wicker man <laughs> so um i'm gonna stick with 13 as my third although i think wickerman could maybe nudge that a little okay. bit in in into third um second on my list uh, a lot of people know me as the guy who absolutely adores nemesis and is literally surrounded by every single piece of nemesis merch they can possibly get hold of so <laughs> it's not surprising that my number two is nemesis very good now, you are obviously nemesis mad. You have always have been. Um, so actually, I just wanted to ask a little bit about that. What is it about nemesis? And I know we've, we've touched on this before, but um, just briefly, for people watching this perhaps for the first time, why? I mean, there are tons of coasters out there. 
thousands in the world. Um, but Nemesis is seemingly one that you've really identified with. So first of all, why is that? And also, how do you think Nemesis ranks um, with the other kind of major top coasters in the UK? The reason I absolutely love Nemesis is is everything other than the roller coaster itself. <laughs> the theming around it, the the bizarre backstory that doesn't even really make sense. You know for a fact that they just put that together and went, yeah, okay. I think even John Wardley uh, refers to it as, we don't really know, we kind of just did it because it <laughs> wanted to be mysterious. Like, that is just so retro 90s like it I, I just love it i i have a really like big love of the kind of uh sci-fi horror stuff as well so that kind of it kind of twists in with that as well um but like one of the things i've i've literally obsessed over uh is the bus uh the little cloud mushroom cloud luxury tours mm. um that just the fact that someone put a bus there and went, okay, yeah, there's a bus that's flipped over. This is theming. And then thought, oh, we'll actually name the bus tours that go to see the nemesis monster at this religious site surrounded by all these stones. Like that story is never explained anywhere in, in the comic book, in, in the actual 20 minute Tom Baker story that was, that was originally released. It's never explained, but mm. it's just there. And it's just all that kind of imagination stuff. I just, I absolutely love it. So I think that's the reason I'm really drawn to it because of the the unusual way of the storytelling behind the ride. Mm. Um, however, uh, I don't think it's the best roller coaster in the park, even though I think it's incredible. It's super intense. Um, there isn't a roller coaster in the world that goes from, 4.5 G's nearly gray out to a zero G roll as quickly as that. It just, so it is so, so good in, in its layout, how clever it is with the way it uses the terrain that was made for it. Um, but yeah, a lot of people might be shocked that it, it wasn't my number one, but uh, as far no, as no. A, a solid roller coaster, I, I think uh, it, it's, it's up there at number two. And in terms of, storytelling it's it's probably one of the best roller coasters original design roller coasters that that's out there mm -hmm. no I, I love the fact that you're so passionate about everything to do with nemesis and it's interesting that you mentioned about the cloud cloud tours did you say it was uh mushroom cloud luxury bus tours i think is uh, there we the, go i mean uh, uh, i'm thinking why is that not on a t-shirt you know we should get it get it made on a t-shirt and then you can got the design that i i redesign infected the design so maybe we should uh um put it on our on our shop i'd love to walk around with it on the back of my t-shirt pretending like i've gone on a tour it's cool because no one knows i i actually don't know if it's there but i i designed a <laughs> i designed a, a mushroom cloud bus tour poster oh you're such a geek I know, right? <laughs> um, but it, it had like a bus on it and and in the background was a nemesis monster and the track kind of like a silhouette. It had the, the logo and then like a sticker on it saying it was the number one creature tours. And, you know, stuff. And there was little, I think at the very bottom of the poster, there was um, 
like a disclaimer as to if you die that you, there's no kind of all these little <laughs> kind of details of of yeah. how you would go on this tour because that that was that's why I love Nemesis so much is because that's the kind of imagination those little kind of ideas spurred in me and I, I just love it. Um, but yeah, I, I think we might be able to sort out some t-shirts. Like, oh, well, that would be a cool idea. I'd wear that. I'd wear it. I'd poach that merch. Poach uh, the merch. Poach the merch. Hashtag poach the merch. Um, so I would say for my number two, this is really hard because it's a toss up between uh, these two in my head. And I've been sat here trying to think, well, people have been talking. And I think uh, my number two in the park is going to be the Smiler. Um, and it's for several reasons. I love theming and and I love opportunities to take photos of coasters, like sexy coaster shots. Now that's weird putting the word sexy in front of it, but I don't care because they always are. And I find that's where um, the Smiler is so unique because the fact that the entire queue line is right underneath the tracks. If you've never been... I mean, I'm sure 90% of the people that are listening to this have experienced it, hopefully. But if you haven't, a lot of the queue line is underneath the, tr the track directly, meaning that you can get all these crazy creative shots and uh, geek shots if you're interested in that or just some nice um, shots of the coaster running around the track. And then I like the fact that the facts that you go into that dark, um, not marmalization room, but with the projection mapping and things, you know, so... Um, and then, of course, you go into that big kind of whitewash-themed station. You have that lovely inside section... Um, which again, I adore indoor coasters. It's a weird thing of mine that I adore indoor coasters so much. So I always think there's an element, element of surprise. And for me, I don't know why I can never remember the layout of the indoor section. So it's always a little bit of a surprise every time. So uh, the Spinal are 100%. And also on the Spinal, I love uh, the pops of airtime you get as you kind of hop under the, um, the legs. Every time I always get like weightlessness every single time my butt flies off the seat and I always open up my arms and go for that split second. It's fantastic. Um, so go on, Ryan. No, I was just going to say, I feel, I feel like uh, that, that element is the best part of the ride. I think the air, the air, the airtime hill, that's definitely mm. the best element. I felt like because there's so many inversions on the Smiler, they, mm. it can feel like, in the words of Alan Partridge, a long drawn out affair. Uh, so <laughs> that might be controversial, but I really enjoy the ride. I think it's really good. I think it's really well themed. Mm. I think it's a good experience, but it's a lot of inversions. And for me, inversions are not necessarily exciting. Mm. I find elements, I, I enjoy airtime hills a lot more exciting than inversions i like vertical uh loops if if they're quite intense mm. um zero g rolls yeah but inversions for the sake of inversions you know a, mm. a slow a slow hanging twist you know maybe that's okay every now and then but um you know i, I feel like it is just a lot of inversions the smiler so I struggle with it a little bit. I really enjoy it. I think it's a really good ride, but I, I don't feel like it has the intensity that I would like it to have personally. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think it is a hard one because some people do feel motion sickness when they come off it because it is so um, inversion heavy. And you do, your, especially if you're at the back of a, of a train, your head is all over the shop when you go into that brake run. So I can definitely understand how it, how it can affect. And you're right. The maybe 
if they weren't going for the world record of versions, they could have ended up taking a, a couple of them out to give you a bit of breathing breathing space um, and options to to enjoy um, other elements and forces at play. Um, but having said that, I think everything that surrounds the coaster is very interesting because a lot of what we've all spoken about is not actually the coaster experience itself or the ride experience itself, but everything that surrounds that coaster as a package that really draws us to um, a ride and a, and, a, and, a, and a coaster in general. So it's interesting. I think, you know, that we forget how much theming and, um, and storytelling takes place when we ride around a coaster and how important that is. Um, because if these were just car park coasters, right, if they were just like steel track in a car park, would we be as nearly as um, obsessed by them? Or is it because that we're attracted to the story and we can relate to it and we love that element and the escapism that we love them so much? Interesting. Um, should we go to our number one then? The big, big one. I hope everyone's ready. Um, so, Brett, your number one at Alton. Brace yourselves, people. We've just been talking about it. The Smiler is my really? number one roller coaster. Now, I don't know if I would ride The Smiler more than, say, I would ride Nemesis or 13 or even Oblivion. Um, but in terms of what a roller coaster can do, we've just discussed it. Um, at whoever thought, uh, after the likes of Colossus, you know, the, the, the previous inversion breaker, which literally was inversions for the sake of inversions. They just just repeated one for, for a, a while. Um, that they thought, okay, we'll smash it by another four inversions, but yet still give you two incredible moments of airtime. Like, it, it really does, as far as I'm concerned, everything that is great about a roller coaster. And then it also has that, that dark, sinister theme that we all love. Um, I obviously am very big about scare attractions. How many roller coasters have a scare attraction as part of their backstory? Um, and, and not only that, probably one of the better scare attractions that we've ever seen in the UK, especially in a theme park. So, yeah, yeah the Smiler kind of nails it. I feel like it could have been slightly better on the theming aspect mm. um especially in the station um but however the the rest of it i think is is incredible i think it, it absolutely nails it i remember when the the name the smiler got released um we'd seen this smiley face painted on sheep and all over the park and and it was projected onto big ben and all these different things uh, we'd seen it for about six months, and we were like, "What? What is the name of this ride? What? The, what is it going to be?" And it came out, the Smiler, and everyone hated it. It was the worst possible name for a ride anyone has ever heard of, and now it's just, yeah, it's the Smiler, and it's it's just become a normal kind of routine thing to say, and it's just incredible uh, that they've they've gone from the drawing board to saying let's make a ride that makes people smile and they're like well that's literally what all our rides do though so what, what's your point where are you going with this and then they've just gone hear me out 
We're going to do a scare attraction two years in advance called The Sanctuary. It's going to be this really twisted thing all about joy and creating joy based on a kind of asylum theme. Okay, where are you going with this? This isn't like sound. What? And then you end up with this incredible 14 inversion roller coaster in, in the tightest piece of land possible. To think that before that was was the entire or almost the entire sec the entire place for the black hole. To think that they've now fitted 14 inversions in that spot with two lift hills is incredible. So yeah, I think in terms of you need to come here. You need to if you're if you're in America right now and you need to come over to the UK to ride a roller coaster, the smiler has to be number one on your list, I think. <laughs> absolutely no it's a fantastic fantastic coaster and we are very lucky to have it and yeah again the the build-up and the story that was surrounding it was was huge and i think as part of the reason why it has got such a strong cult following in a fan base now is because people love that story and love that side of that coaster and enjoy playing a part of that story whether it's through kind of cosplay or costume or or creating their own kind of characters that perhaps can live within the sanctuary just having fun with it you know i think um the fact that it almost it was almost like a sort of two-year build-up this kind of odyssey and has created almost a, a, a subculture within Alton towers um and, and i think that's fantastic and so no i i absolutely um agree with that yeah. yeah, it hurts to say Nemesis isn't my number one, but it, it's after after much deliberation and changing my mind. Uh, I think if I was to to say what if if I was telling someone that had never been to the park before, mm. um, what is the best ride on Towers? I I would say the Smiler. Okay, so Smiler for Brett, that's a big claim. But now let's hop over and see what Mister Ryan says. Ryan should someone visiting the park go to smile or should they go to somewhere else what is your number one coaster at towers so i'm going to say that my number one is based on the fact that at scarefest i think this is the best experience at scarefest personally and that is uh riding on nemesis unfortunately so <laughs> so brett i'm going to say it for you and uh i also think that in the dark nemesis it just feels a little bit pacier you're a little bit more disorientated. It just feels a little bit more intense. And even better, if it's been raining, then it's a much more intense experience as well. So for me, just on the basis that Scarefest, it's my number one coaster to go on. It's got to be Nemesis. It's a bit of a cliche, I'm afraid, but all my favourite memories at Scarefest are going on Nemesis. So that's why I'm going for it. And where would you, if you were going on the coaster at Scarefest, what would you say the optimum seat is uh, on Nemi at Scarefest? Uh, I think it depends what kind of ride that you want. Um, personally, I, I I don't think, I think the back row is obviously a little bit more intense, but I actually think going on the front row for Scarefest is your best option because you're seeing the truck kind of disappear in front of you. You're seeing the lights, you're experiencing the smoke if it's on, and I think you're getting the full experience. So I think if you're going at Scarefest, then it's got to be the front row. It's a little bit less intense, but you're getting the full experience. So for me, it's the front row. Fantastic. One, there you go. Go on. I go will on. add with the seating on the smart uh, on, on Nemesis is um, 
I, I'll never forget, people always say with Nemesis, back is best. Now, I don't know if that's 100% true. Yes, it's more intense at the back, but even in the daytime, I think Nemesis is always best at the front. And the reason is, and one of the weirdest sensations on Nemesis on the front row is coming back down the vertical loop. Mm. You have this really strange moment that I've never experienced on a vertical loop before um, where you you fall forward a little bit. It, so because it obviously hasn't all the, come all the way around yet and there's almost a bit of a stall at the top, mm. there is a, a tiny moment where you just are weightless on on the way down on a vertical loop. I just think it's it's really cool. Um, and then you get whipped, whipped round the other side. Yeah, it does. Yeah, like for almost a millisecond, it feels like the ride stopped, doesn't it? That's it does. Yeah, whip. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of things that oh, I could talk about Nemesis forever. So, so I'll, I'll um. But the you can see uh, all the the cool little things they had to do with that that layout. You can feel them more on the front because you you have the perspective of everything around you. Um, and if you are a bit of a, a nerd and want to know the ins and outs of, of a ride, then then yeah, the front row on Nemesis is is always the best. And in general, I think if you really want to know the ins and outs of Nemi and have pretty much almost everything surrounding it, go hit up Brett at Theme Parks by Brett on Insta and DM him. Pop him, you know, give a quick DM and 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 believe chill. me and chill, yeah. and believe me, he will uh, he'll fill you in on. Uh, all that's to know about Nemesis, he's, he's the man to go to for sure. Um, so my number one is without a shadow of a doubt, it has been since it opened, um, and that is Wicker Man. Now it's Wicker Man because I have a soft spot for Woody's, I love Woody's, um, and I've said it a gazillion times, <laughs> uh, I've said it a gazillion times on this show. Um, I am not when it comes to being a coaster enthusiast i wouldn't call more or class myself as a coaster enthusiast i'm a theme park enthusiast because i love theming i love storytelling i love you know some of my favorite parks are disney because of because of that reason that's not because it's an easy pick or universe was not easy pick it's not like a cliche thing it's because they focus on creating an immersive environment around you and for me personally speaking uh wicker man just like um you know we've touched on it, it does just that it delivers an incredible storytelling experience from the pre-show and the show all the way through the actual coaster itself is wicked with the covered elements in the dark it, it is incredible as well um and i remember the first time going on it i was not expecting it to be as on the back row as quite intense as that first drop when you really really feel it it takes your breath away and even to this day it still takes my breath away and there are moments when you're hopping over through Big Bob and you and you just can't see you can, especially if it's raining you can't see you can't breathe it doesn't sound very fun but it but you're you just laughing the whole time it is intense in my opinion it's fast it's fun and it's I just love it for every every reason that surrounds it it's from the grandeur and the structure to the music just the the entire experience it's a really great example of how you can have a story inclusive coaster experience and it doesn't just need to be uh, a car on a track. 
And it's got a bag drop, so bonus. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It'll be gone in a few years. Don't worry about that. Oh. They all are. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. They, yeah, yeah. They'll, anyway, when they build SW9, that'll have a bag drop, and then Wickermans will disappear. That's mm. that's how it works. Okay. Well, there we go. There's there's our top three attractions uh, that, that we think, in terms of the coasters, sit at Alton Towers. But let's now pass the discussion over to you all out there on the interwebs, and generally whether you're where you're consuming this. Um, if you have the same ideas as us, different ideas, please do get in touch and leave comments below on the chats, on the feeds. Also, hit us up on our Insta channels. You can find all the different uh, handles there as well. Let us know, what are your top favourites? Do you agree with us? Do you disagree with us? Do you have any points to add? Join in the discussion uh, across, obviously, uh, the Instagramming network and world. So uh, thank you very much for listening. And next up... <laughs> Next up, we're going to be focusing on our three worst um, coasters that you can find at Alton Towers. But for now, thank you very much for listening to the top three. We'll see you real soon. <laughs>